And now, live from Bumblehead Studios in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian who wears his capri shorts extra long. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a writer whose upcoming flash mob will have everyone spontaneously stay home and preserve their dignity. It's Wendy Molyneux. Darth Thaxton is here to deal with Rosen himself. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board Love Bus, say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little honeycomb candy bars. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular carbohydrate, of which I'm not super familiar, and I don't really like bees, even though I know that we're supposed to right now. Uh, that was sent in on Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen by new patron Alan White. Uh, Patreon is a place where you can go to get bonus materials. Lately, I've been doing bonus segments a lot with the guests. Uh, there's bonus episodes. I do a live stream each month. You get merch in the mail. And we just sent out super cool new merch. Um, and you get so much access to me, you'll beg me to leave you alone. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. We have a fun, packed show for you tonight. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Dave. Hello. You have just returned from tour. Yeah. You did a show with one of our listeners. He right. put it on. I need to hear all about it. Yeah, Lee Bruns. A big uh, tip of the cap to him. Yeah. Did a ton of work. Very nice fellow. And some of your listeners drove in from like quite a ways away. I need to hear all about that, but sure. just not right now. Yeah, I wasn't prepared to like really... I could get the tone. I, I, I can. I, I sense the the professionalism we're going with tonight. Did you read the room? Yeah. Did you take the temperature? Yeah. You felt it in the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Did you come to play? <laughs> I I came to play. <laughs> Hello, Wendy Molino. I'm going to talk about Dave's show now. Oh, dang it! I got that was see, private. This is, in fucking depth, Dave. I didn't <laughs> want you to do a single thing from this moment on until I have described every aspect of this show exactly i dave i didn't want you to step on wendy's explanation of your show yeah i said here we is go this confidential so he gets to the burbank airport okay he goes to the fucking gordon beer she gets like a drink mm-hmm. i don't i don't actually i don't know anything about dave's show <laughs> but you know about his airport <laughs> i would like to did, i know <laughs> because it felt I was, early I was it felt in. early for me to do a long bit <laughs> okay maybe uh, not i'll do I was like just i'll do like a, i'll do like little bit. bits and pieces of it throughout the okay night. good we're I all love teasing some great stuff here i yeah. know i said there's a packed show there's not a packed really? show honestly what i'm te- right we're gonna talk about my new face washing routine, oh yeah so. we're gonna talk about that <laughs> strap in motherfuckers <laughs> we're gonna talk about my face cleansing <laughs> you're 38 weeks pregnant Yep, I'm upstaging Tony. Tony's zero months pregnant. That's right. Joke's on you, Tony. Yeah, thanks for rubbing it in. No robe. No robe and. Oh my God. Real update on the names, which we'll get to in a bit. We'll get to in a bit. to it anyway. (laughs) Because you're going to be giving birth? (laughs) No, because he's no robe, Tony, to me. That's all I'll ever acknowledge. But how are you feeling at 38 weeks? Because I feel like there's a real chance you could go into labor any minute now. I could. Like, I could have a dramatic water-breaking scenario. Mm-hmm. My guess is they'll induce me on my due date. Okay. That's have, my guess. Are you uh, dilated or effaced or anything? This is what people want to know. Not that I know of. 
Your doctor hasn't informed you of any of this? She checked it last week and nothing was happening mm. down there in the nethers. So in many ways, you and Tony are more alike than you're really... Not yeah. really, no. Tony's cervix has not dilated. Your cervix has not dilated. That's no. true. I would appreciate it if you didn't speak on my behalf. <laughs> no, sorry. I don't know anything are about my Are you dilated cervix. or a face? It's no robe body. It's a little no private. I'm not ready to uh, reveal that just yet. No yeah. robe. I Look, <laughs> I, I'm code switching. <laughs> um, have you passed your mucus plug? Um, Do you know what that is? I've heard of it. Okay, that counts. Hi, Tony. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. You're- I am, uh, sorry, you were going to say something. Yeah, but then and I then decided I it wasn't, it wasn't even worth it. I was just going to say you're about to take off yeah. on, a, on a jaunt and mm-hmm. then you'll be b- to play some music and yeah. then you'll be back. Yeah, I'm just gone for like a little, little, little over a week. Everybody's yeah. so, touring. I know. I'm not really touring. I'm weirdly going to the East Coast and playing a bunch of weddings. Oh, that's like yeah. a tour. I feel like that's yeah. That's that's, that's, that's the a sound wedding. effects. I feel like <laughs> I like that. Yeah, thank you. I feel like going to play some weddings. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you do slide. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just that's free. <laughs> that's really wow. free. That's stock wow. footage. Wow. What, what do we pay for if, if we wanted to? Upgrade. Oh, I couldn't even give you a sample of the archives. Really, they're okay. too like, like it's, that. It does. You can't <laughs> that gauge costs it. Money? The full version of that. Oh. That's like if you just sample this track. Oh. I can't. They're so short. I can only give you like yeah. half a second. It's like how you sample on mm-hmm. iTunes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Can but, I hear that one again? <laughs> so it just. But it would take off from there. You get the. Idea. How much would it, it cost? Boggles in the mind. <laughs> it boggles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you 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 know once you ask around. I've what got, if. What if we like sign up for a month? Or I mean, can we get a free thirty day trial? You don't get a lot of downloads with that. You get some pretty good streams, and you get some of the full over. Like you get the wedding cool guy, like shades down. Oh yeah, (laughs) you get a lot of those. Is this part of your Patreon? (laughs) No, this is my side gig. Patreon, Patreon. That's what I do. (laughs) Yeah, I do cues from your show for i money. love it oh you do it for money too for money oh wow that's my so you guys are on the same service mine's hot licks cool riffs dot blogspot yep Get same one the, uh, <laughs> I, too. I just do patreon okay so we have so much to get into we got to hear about Dave's show from Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> we need to hear about wendy's face Maybe washing Dave should talk about my face washing. oh yeah. okay perfect sure and first though two things we have some new neighbors now. <laughs> oh, I should explain also where Daniel is. He's putting Elliot to bed right now. He will join us when he is uh, when he's Good done with that. He's, he's, That's right. Oh, I see a figure heading towards cool. us. Oh, I hope it's Daniel <laughs> and not some creep. I know it is Daniel. Oh, I recognize okay. his arm. I didn't want to turn her all the way around. Came my body treats. so big. Oh, he Whoa, came with he did with, come with treats. treats. It's beers <gasps> for you, Wendy. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Two weeks, Whoa, baby. Cool. Yeah. Um, Thanks, do you? Man. But I realized that I forgot to uh, offer you guys waters. Do you want water? I have one. I brought my own. Oh, are we recording? We are I knew recording I right now. I couldn't count on you to offer me. Daniel one. wanted to know if we're recording right now. I'm Here filling them in. Daniel's so sitting down. Yeah, I'm filling them in. Daniel, welcome. Hi. How'd uh, bedtime go? Good. He's. Um, we're in a good phase right now where he has set has a set routine. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just adjusting. I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, he has a, a set routine and kind of tells me when he's ready to go to sleep, which is <sighs> it's great. Good. Okay. Well, there's a lot that we need to get into. Uh, you'll you'll be able to jump in, but here's where we're starting. Uh, I said that we have some new neighbors, 
and both Wendy and Tony commented on them on their way in, but Wendy and Dave don't know what the listeners know, which is our new neighbors, it's two married couples, and they're both pastors. Spacey. And they're loud? Yes, isn't this? It's so, I'm so... Do you think it's a swapping situation? (sighs) You're I, not the first person to bring that up, honestly. I don't know. I know. I don't. Probably not. But probably anyway, not. I don't know what's going on over there. But it seems that there's also a child or someone with a very small head. I mean, I'm just <laughs> seeing their silhouettes. But were I saw they the smoking. S- what made you think they were not a child but had a small head? Um, I just in the scenario of, in the scenario of a pastor and his wife and another pastor and his wife. I don't imagine a kid. So I don't the know why. Men are the pastors. Yes. Okay. Do we know this for sure, Daniel? Mm. I mean, no. What we don't type know of pastors sure. do we know? No, no. you could be no like idea. the Church of the New Horizon. That's a funky cult, and we're like, we're we're pastors. Yeah. Now. Oh my yeah. god, I hadn't considered that it, they might be a cult. It could be very spicy. For There's you guys. also two dogs. It's I think. A damn. Are the dogs married? Cult and we all know it. <laughs> the, the dogs are gay married. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm not even sure. There's. No, we don't even know anything about the dogs. Sorry, I'm negating. I'm negating your premise. It might just be one dog that has a very varied bark a double bark <laughs> is that a thing a double <laughs> yeah that'd be fun <laughs> oh my god do you offer that one on your blog spot service i wish i didn't just give it away for free but yes of yeah, course i gonna do. get sampled like crazy i know this. i know so i teams of lawyers already got out there very very curious about the new neighbors but like not so curious to actually drop off a casserole or whatever it is that you do to did find out about people for you guys no no, but but no, uh, but they came over. To, no, there was no casserole. But they we came did have over a welcoming committee to mm-hmm. introduce. Themselves. We did, yes. yeah. So, is there? Would you be on a mailing list where they could say, "Hey, gang, we're doing it again for the the double pastors," and then below that, like with a little asterisk, "We're all as curious as you." <laughs> I wish that would be nice. To get I feel that. like if I were hanging out in the street, I could at least find out like what what they. Th- Daniel, you talk to our neighbors. In the street or on the sidewalk. Like in the street, and then sit, sit and plop in down in the middle of the street. That's where that's where the conversation <laughs> that's happens. Draw more attention to you. It's I'm a, just gonna say, yeah, it's the universal that. sign of I want to hear more about yeah. the neighborhood. You have I to wanna, sit in the middle. You street. know what it is? It's, I want to hear more, but I refuse to be closer to your house than my house. I shall be equidistant, Daniel. You talk to the neighbors about the pastors. They're the ones who filled you in because they're kind of like yes. the ones who know. If I watch Desperate Housewives, I could say they're equivalent to this housewife, but I, I don't remember. But they, they're in the know regarding yes. the neighborhood. Yes. Did you, what vibe did you get when they told you? Did you get a like, we're curious too vibe? No, not, not at all. They were, he was just like, yep, two pastors. Very matter of fact seems like a normal part so of his world. Are you sure it's not one husband and one wife and they're both pastors? There are definitely two couples there? Well, Daniel's the one who relayed the info. They make the noise of four people. <laughs> You've just saying, four if you heard and two doctors, it's like that brain teaser where it's right. Like, yeah, I can't operate. Yeah, I can't operate. That's my son, but the doctor wasn't his father, and then it's a woman. This is such a good question, Daniel. Or did, his um, father's life oh, right. partner, who's also a man. Oh yeah, I forgot. We can modernize that brain teaser now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or like um, brothers and sisters, I have none, but that man's father is my father's son. Who am I? It's too much to do on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, tuck that one away for a boring plane ride with no Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Wendy, did Dave have one of those? On his plane? Yeah. No, because you're not going to believe this. Tell me. There were no planes that day. What? 
What? Dave found himself having to get to South Dakota. No plans in sight. Oh, my God. I know. Did he have 52 bicycles? <laughs> How would that help? <laughs> oh, I see. Yes, right. another, another brain teaser. Another brain teaser. Yeah. But I also was like, how would that help? <laughs> um, yeah. So that's another piece of the story, which we'll keep coming back to throughout I can't the wait. It's yeah. dribs and drabs. Daniel, did they say anything to indicate for sure that there were, were four people as opposed to a, a married couple, both of them aren't being pastors? <laughs> you said the neighbor, the other neighbor told you there are two pastors living there. There are two, well, two couples. He said two couples. Honey. He said two oh, couples. Two couples. Did you just call Wendy? Honey? Just said no, no. Two couples, honey. <laughs> I know, but it's you were looking fine. at Wendy when you said it. It's getting real loose in here tonight. Anything could happen. Now that we brought up swapping, I know anything could happen. <laughs> All you had to do was say the yeah. word. Yep. Because Daniel's been looking for that opening. It, it yeah. felt like such a non-juicy moment when he said that. Um, it's it's surprising to me that you you're, it's like you're trying to get something out of what he told me that wasn't there. He just said exactly what I told you. I know, but it's odd for two couples. Two couples. Thank this you. situation yeah, is yeah. odd. Well, that's what I was going to say. There was nothing house. more to my interaction. Did they buy with the guy. it or did they rent it? They're renting, renting it. That's a little more normal. If you go all in on buying a house with another couple, it is just tick tock till one person says to the other, "Listen, I've been involved with Jim." Yeah, and right? there's a tiny-headed little person involved too. Yeah, that doesn't help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be a big love type situation. I know. Um, before we get to uh, salacious chat, uh, like um, you know, getting rumorsy, gossipy about your neighbors, I think it, you should say hi to them because the clock is kind of ticking. In that, if they get your mail and they're a little curious, they oh, look yeah. up a name, they. Then see the podcast. They see a description that involves like the new neighbors, which they, I they, named last week's episode. Now that was in the title. Now you you are at some point in the street dealing with them, I know. pretending that you. Oh, who are you guys? I. Oh, it's nice to meet you. And they're going. We know it. We know right. you know. We know you know. You think you know us. You don't know us. Maybe right. they have a podcast though, and That's it's true. about you guys now. Oh, whoa! It's called yeah. Greener Pastors. <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. It's like Good. progressive pastors. They compost that... and stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I need to tell you guys about something that you could do to pass the time while you're not beating your neighbors. And then I need to tell you about something else. This is a tease for the something else uh, that comes later. Uh, this is a super fun game that you can play on your phone, and it is called Best Fiends. It is not called Best Friends. And when I first heard about it, I was like, is that Best Friends misspelled? No, it is Best Fiends. It is a super fun way to pass the time while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story. Best Fiends, you guys. Uh, there's like a, a fun character collection. Most of the characters are bugs. You're trying to defeat some slugs. Uh, it's a casual game. Anyone can play, but it's made for adults. And it is delightfully mindless but also addictive in the best way and it's the kind of thing you can just uh if you have some time to kill or i like to play it while i'm uh while i'm exercising on the bike i always get a book out and then i end up just playing best fiends uh there's celebrity voices it's super fun i'm not the best i'm not the best at playing games but i'm on level 15 which is not that far but still it's super fun uh and i think you guys will like it it's a free download check it out it is best fiends it is not best friends it is best fiends uh it's got a hundred million downloads globally 
and it does not require the internet to play. Great for traveling, play anywhere. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Five-star rated mobile game app on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Download free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, which is perfect for my show. Best Fiends. Again, that's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Okay. I need your guys' opinion on the following. And it's kind of petty, but I've decided lately that No Robe is on my petty wavelength because he tweeted earlier about being angry that he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> well, and what's worse is I swear there was a time years ago that I did, and now if you go, if you try to search my name, it just lumps me in with Motion City. That happened to me. This is not where I was going with this, but I feel it might help you to know this. I had a Wikipedia page, and then it got like erased or deleted and then there was this whole debate on because there's like a tab you can click over to Mm -hmm. where it has history or something i forget what it's actually edit i don't know what it's called edit history maybe and there was like a big debate among the wikipedia people about whether i merited a wikipedia page and finally it was determined that i do not and they wanted to salt the page which is like to prevent it from cropping up again (laughs) and It was really tough. It was a tough time for me. And finally, I was just like, I'm tired of monitoring this. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, (laughs) I have a reflection regardless. Like, I exist, goddammit, whether this Wikipedia of care says that I do or not. And then... But there was a debate amongst the mirrors about whether you should... (laughs) Right. Have a and, reflection. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know I clicked over to the tab on the mirror. Mm-hmm. and But anyway, then later on, when I was on the Adam Carolla show, it got recreated and like now it hasn't gone away since then. Oh, oh you have so one now? That's why I you, do have one. So you brought it up to rub it in. I'm sorry. You. This story <laughs> took a terrible turn. And I guess what I'm saying is, look, I've been where you are. <laughs> to try to get on the Adam Carolla show. Yeah, oh, that's, what I recommend. that's the secret. Sure. Yeah, I've heard good things. We should all want for ourselves. <laughs> it's Have funny you... that that is. Uh, I don't know if that. I don't know that that's what did it. It probably is though. Have you ever looked? Has anybody here ever looked at their high school on Wikipedia? No. Oh, oh to see if they're a famous person. I guess yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. You can say they list notable alumni. Are you one? I made the list. Well, nice. see? Wow. I feel like yeah. then you should well, be on I, Wikipedia. Right? <laughs> I guarantee my high school has no Wikipedia. There's no way. I can't imagine mine does. There, uh, yeah, I just Do don't. all high schools yeah. have Wikipedias? This is the first I've ever heard about it. It had never occurred if you're, to me to att- like search it. Are if you comfortable the... saying what it is? I'll look it up. Sure, yeah. Hug high school. Hug? What? H-U-G. You believe oh it, guys? Oh, my God. Yeah. How is this the first time that's coming up? I mean, we're... Did you go to Cuddle Cuddle College? I went to Cuddle College. You know, guess what's on Wikipedia? Because you you have that bumper sticker on your car. Yeah, I got the Cuddle College stuff. I was on the honor roll at our college. I can't say the phrase Cuddle College. I really thought it was going to be a zinger. And at first, I was like Cuddle College, and then I went Cutter College. I can't do Cutter College. It was all I had tonight was saying Cuddle College. I wrote it down just in case something related came up. Even wrote, I practiced it in the mirror a bunch of times. You found the perfect spot. Well, what's I tripping you it. up? Let's work on it. I don't know. Cuddle yeah. College. I think it's just the combination of the dull and the cuddle, like right together. <laughs> like rural juror. Like rural juror. So my high school does have a Wikipedia. And janet made it but i did not who's janet janet varney oh, mm. oh i thought it was oh, my friend's famous. dog <laughs> she's more famous than my me. friend has a dog named janet and i was like did she go to this <laughs> this she might have did, i don't know oh. where she went 
You don't know where your friend's, My friend's dog, dog went? My friend's dog went to high school. I don't know. <laughs> hug High School is indeed on Wikipedia. Nice. Proctor R. Hug? Yep. Sweet. Yep. Who is that? I, I don't think we ever knew. <laughs> the inventor of hugs, right? He was the first <laughs> yeah. person who realized what arms could be for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did in Reno have a guy, my whole childhood, you would see him all around within a 20-mile radius of Reno. He'd get as far out as almost Truckee, as far south as like, man, eh, that's just not important, but pretty far out there. <laughs> and you'd just be driving along and he'd just be walking, waving. And people go, the waver! Hey, the waver! And then everyone would wave. And you knew the waver. There were some imposters, but like... He dressed a certain way, and you got to know his look. Like that's the original waiver, Proctor J. Waver, <laughs> Proctor yeah, R. Waver, the of the wave, right? Say what? He invented the wave, the waver guy. No, n- not like. And then later, it turned out he did he, a bunch of murders. Probably no. Did he have a sign? <laughs> that guy always turns out to have yeah. Done a bunch did, he, of did he have a T-shirt that said "Home of the Original Wave"? No, he was just like a just a dude just waving. He wasn't trying to market it or brand it in any way. Oh, so pure. Yeah, he's in for the love of the game. What was your Call it high school. Well, both high school and college, given uh-huh. that you went to Hug and then Cuddle. Yeah. A mascot. So Hug Hawks and then the Cuddle Cowards. Hug Hogs? Hawks. Hawks. Like flying soaring like Hawks. And then the Cuddle Cowards, the, oh, hawks. the, the mascot was never seen, right? Right. Yeah. He was always hiding. And then we'd In your win bed. or lose, we'd go give him a hug. Yeah. But mm. he was always like somewhere cowering, so right? Yeah. yeah. Usually in our locker room and just... They had a system that just poured tears down his face. Yeah, every time at the beginning of the game, they would be like, and now, ladies and gentlemen, the cuddle coward. And then the silence, <laughs> silence would fall yeah. as everyone realized he once again wouldn't come out of the locker room. I remember getting so, it just burned into my mind the vice principal walking out after the, you know, it would usually be about three minutes and 30 seconds, which is a long time to sit there waiting for the coward. And then yeah. you just hear these really echoey footsteps come out to the mm. middle and like, Hey, what do you say? We just have a game anyway. And then we'll, yeah. And then we, and then we would go on. But it was yeah, always he was perfect the same. at his job. Very the coward. Good. The coward, yeah. Because most people would want a little glory. Not They him. found a guy who truly embraced the spirit of the coward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the mascot tryouts were intense because if yeah. you showed up, you were kind of cut immediately. Yeah. yeah. So they had to pick <laughs> someone who didn't show up. Yeah. It's like when they go around and look for the new Dalai Lama. Right. Yeah, it's not going to be it's someone who's similar. like, over here, I'm right. the reincarnation. It's yeah. somebody you'd never expect. He doesn't want it. My friend Chris was uh, digging in the trash one day after lunch, and they came over and put the coward head on him. And we were all like, that was, you know. And then he was a pretty good coward after that. Yeah. He answered the call. He did. That's Stepped nice. up to it. Not everyone did, but he wore it well. What happened with the ones who didn't? They would... They would uh, throw the mask off like throw the the, mm. the head off of rejecting it, it. yeah reject i'm not like i'm really tough and stuff you guys you'll see <laughs> i sort of want to go back to the fact that your college has a, a vice principal, principal. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean what, what sort of operation were they running there at a university did he paddle people if they got in trouble <laughs> yeah, at the college? They, of course yeah. I think maybe they just called it a college. It Dave, was a lot you know? like you're in college, Dave. Save the save the by the bell. The one save the, the bell. <laughs> My favorite show is Save the Bell. Every episode <laughs> is like a bell is set in, in well, No, it's yeah, it's set in Philadelphia, <laughs> and every episode the Liberty Bell is under a different kind right. of threat. Yeah, and there's like a team of people who yeah. save the bell. It's like Law and Order. Shouldn't. But yeah. about the bell. Yeah. But you, you, it was popular because you knew what you were getting when you turned the show <laughs> right. on. It's, comfort, it's comforting. Comfort. Yeah. It's but procedural. And yeah, you know, you know that it like, who, uh, if you're like 12 minutes in and they're like, this person might have harmed the bell, you know that that's probably not who it is. Right. Always. And if there's like an earth, but like also if it opens with an earthquake out at sea, you know, a bell threatening tsunami 
yeah is on its way mm-hmm. in so oh. you know it's so black and white i love it yeah me too but the addresses I, but it's are weird false. how much you guys know about it because my whole life when i would bring it up people would be talking about saved by the bell and i go you guys talking about the bell <laughs> and then i'd go into a plot line very similar to what you right, just described just, from save the bell i'd get laughed out i think because it wasn't Maybe syndicated were... everywhere because no, there are 345 episodes of save the bell mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah. it was a great package for people to buy syndication-wise, but not every market had it. So obviously True. they had it in, where are you from, Reno? Reno. Indianapolis yeah. mm-hmm. and Costa Mesa, I want to say. Yeah, but Costa Mesa and Corona Del Mar, because I watched yeah. it both before and after college. Yeah, because yeah. it was that's how I would sometimes know that I was depressed, is because I'd start oh. DVRing Save the Bell again, <laughs> and then I'd like... If I wasn't working, I'd watch like seven episodes in right. a row. Save Time the bell. just passes when you watch it. It was yeah. relevant and timely, and I will say ahead of its time mm-hmm. to some degree. I mean, they oh huge. You Do you remember that? the one where they had the um, the nukes up in the bell? Do I remember? <laughs> it was a two parter, and yeah. I remember because I was a kid and I watched the first half, mm-hmm. and they were like there was an hour ticking till the nukes were going to go off, and then it was and like, they had continued right. I could and I was barely like, it slept. won't be on till tomorrow. And in my mind, it was real. Yeah. And so it was like, that was a, yeah. Yeah. That actually prompted a pretty serious discussion between my parents and me mm-hmm. about just nukes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not bells. Things. No, we'd already had the discussion oh, about okay. bells. One of my favorite things about it was the, I feel like this was an inside joke where the person who did the translations, you know, it was in Spanish. You know how they had like the interstitial, like the bell would ring going to and from commercial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember one time watching it with the subtitles on in Spanish and it just said, El Bongo. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that, that, there's no way that's bell rings in Spanish. Probably just but, an intern yeah. doing that. Yeah. 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 Someone having some fun. Yeah. Do you remember the episode where they didn't have a laugh track? Brutal. Brutal. But that Experimental. Was, I, if, I feel like that was the one where they packed the bell onto those donkeys and got like nearly to the Canadian border. And then the bellhops. Remember that was the name of like mm-hmm. the kind of the hero team that was like, where did the bell go? <laughs> yeah. And then it would like pogo stick their way there. And yeah. they caught them like right at like just beyond Niagara Falls. Yeah. <laughs> but no laugh track. They, it was so good. They didn't really need it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then you're right. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't. You but knew it, when to laugh. And yeah, was serious. Right. Yeah. So anyway, you guys, I uh, have to <laughs> tell you about this situation. I need your advice. It's it's very dumb. Uh, I was supposed to be on a podcast. I'm not going to say the name. Um, the host, and I'm not going to say if the host is uh, male or female. The host reached out to me and said, "Hey, would you come on my podcast?" And I said, "I would love to." And then the host said, "You know, does this date work?" And I said, "Yes." And then the host said, um, "I okay, I'll have my producer reach out to you." And then the uh, no, no, th- th- this part is unimportant, but uh, I like to share unimportant details. Then the host was like, "Oh, actually, th- sorry, that date doesn't work." You know, but I'll have my producer reach out to you. Producer reached out. I was booked on the show. Um, and then two days before, I got a text from the producer saying, I'm so sorry. I have to cancel your recording. Sorry for the inconvenience. And my first reaction was like, great. Now that day freed up. And then I thought, that's weird though, because in the past, because I've like in the past when they've moved me around, um, it's been like they've given a, you know, an ex- we can't have you on this day because of this or whatever. But there was none of that. So then I started getting weirdly paranoid. And then I texted, um, okay, let me know if you want to reschedule. And and the producer just wrote back, thanks, Allison. And I've heard zero since then. How long was were we this talking? like a couple hours ago? <laughs> <laughs> no, this was, I was on my way to do Getting Dug With High, which I want to say was like 
six weeks ago, a month ago. Ah. Uh, yeah. So no, probably over. It was probably like five to six weeks ago. Um, and I am friendly with the host. So the host and I have, have texted like conversationally since then, but I'm fully in my head. One, it, like, I hate that it's even taking up any of my brain space because who cares? Like, I'm friends with these people. It doesn't really matter. But I can't figure out why they canceled. And I, it feels like, did someone just be like, oh, Allison, we forgot we hated her. You, and you say you haven't met your neighbors yet? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I feel like you could solve some of these problems. I know. Just, no, that's my qu- That's why I'm bringing it up to the table. Yeah. What would you guys do? I'd charge right in there. And just be like, hey, what happened? <laughs> can I tell a story that's somewhat please, relevant? But- please. You can tell a story that's completely irrelevant. Okay. I, I feel like my general like attitude in this situation is... Just go ask them. I know. But one time I worked at this daycare and <laughs> I should not. It was like one from time, eight, one day, for, for a month. one time I showed up, I worked one day and then they're like, hey, who's that? And then I got chased over the wall with a rake. <laughs> a kid jumped over the wall. Oh my I God. I came outside. Two things happened. The, the wall thing was the first one where I came outside and this kid, this woman was holding his wrist and she goes, hey, I got to go get the coordinator. Can you hold him? So I take her place on the wrist of his and he's on the ground kicking his legs oh at me God. and he goes get your damn hands off me those no. are his exact words in the creepy little voice <laughs> oh my God. and i'm like hey buddy just hang tight just just relax a little bit and then the coordinator comes out and she goes let him go let him go and i go all right i let him go. he sprints to the fence jumps over it it's like a six foot chain link fence and sprints away from the facility oh my word and i go i thought that that's exactly what i was holding him she goes no you gotta like hold, like hug him envelop them and i was like i'm a grown man i don't feel comfortable yeah. With like an eight-year-old just enveloping them. But you went to yeah. Hug High. You I did be, go to Hug High. But that was be before Yeah, went, so you didn't oh, know how okay. to yet. Okay. <laughs> I was fresh out of cuddle college. So oh, my like, God. You did everything. first? Yeah. Oh. Where are you from? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> so the second episode, this little kid comes over to me. He, I don't know the eight. I want to say eight, seven or eight. And he goes, he's kind of crying a little bit. <clears throat> and he goes, hey, Jordan, whoever won't be my friend. And I go, so this is a similar situation mm. where I go, you know what, man? How do you know he doesn't want to be your friend? He kind of like, because his producer his canceled him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he oh, goes, no. oh, oh no. I, I don't, I go, he went and asked. I go, just go ahead and go ask him, like, if he's your friend and if maybe he'd want to be <sighs> your friend. And then he goes, all right. So I continue patrolling around the grounds, you know, in this outdoor playground, and I hear a commotion. And I round the corner, and the kid I just told that to is being held. Oh, no. No, no, he's the bad guy in this situation. Okay. He's being held by his legs, and he's totally horizontal because his little hands are around that kid's neck. (laughs) Oh, my God. Tell me you're my friend. (laughs) Say you're my friend. It's so much worse than I thought it was going to be. So I cry his little fingers. I'm like, hey, buddy. Hey, come on, come on. And then I like... Enveloped him? him. I enveloped him a little and I kind of pull him away like, sorry, man. Bad advice. So I should not weigh in on this with the producer at all. Did go great for that kid. But wait, did he... How did that get to that point yeah. did he just go up and start strangling him or did he <laughs> the kid that was getting strangled and not was get a good legitimately standing there with his arms at his side just looking at me totally like well look at this guy and then so when i peeled him away i go what happened and he was like he asked me if i was his friend and i said like i don't know and then he just like 
started choking him, saying, say you're my friend, say you're my friend. Wow. So I gave some poor advice there, and I'll (laughs) abstain from this. Although... I mean, maybe that is what you need to do. Ask them and then strangle them? <laughs> maybe. Mm, I don't know about that. Well, I think that I think a lot of people in this situation would reach out and and ask or say something or be like, hey, can I come on your show or whatever? Um, but I am so like averse to making anyone feel uncomfortable and hearing anything uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm just like... I'm just going to let it ride. Is the fear that um, if the answer is what you fear, then you're putting them into a position of having to either say that or to like lie about it? I don't know. I think, honestly, the if I'm really being honest, which I think I will be for once, <laughs> I think it's that I don't even want... I'm really digging deep on this. I don't think I even want to come across as someone who like wants it that bad. Like, that's cool. Whatever. I don't need you. I don't need to be on your show. I don't need anyone. I'm just fine. Honey. <laughs> I'm cool guy. You're a cool guy character. But your whole persona is that you want, <laughs> like you put it all out there. Anyone who knows you in your show, I'm exaggerating, but it's like, it's not like you're not talking about it right now. Well, Does I don't that make think sense? they're listening. I think oh, okay. the, the new pastors are listening. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying if if the thing is you don't want to reveal that you're you really want it, well, cat's out of the bag. So No, this is not about really wanting it. This is about being this is about the rejection that happened and feeling like it's bothering me more than it should or something. Send send me the text. Okay. Hey guys, just in case, you know, like just in case and I'll reply. Hey, uh whatever I, I in case we lost track, are you're we still... saying send you right, right your text now? Number I'm them. and you'll do it. Oh, oh, yeah. you're saying right now? Yeah, you okay. send me just well, like verbally. Sh- okay, give me the text you would send. Can to I give check you three t- options? Sure. Remember, I'm casual. I'm cool. I haven't given this much thought. Here's my three potential texts. Mm-hmm. One, um, hey, would love to do your show if you need anyone. Oh, hey, yeah, we. God, we totally spaced it. It turns out we have to start being a little more selective, and so we're going to maybe push you back a few months if that's cool. That's about as bad as it could get, right? That doesn't feel good. <laughs> that didn't feel good. Okay, here's two. But there's no chance anyone would say that. That's like as bad as it could get, and I just don't think anyone would respond with it. Here's number two. Okay. Let me see if I can remember what it was. Um, uh, hey, can I come on your show? <laughs> hey, I love your show. Can I come on your show? We'd love to have you on. We've really cracked down with people we think have stolen from us when they were here for previous recordings. And weirdly, your name came up on that list. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's like, what? That right. would make me go, what? And then I'd have to book a therapy session immediately. <laughs> and then three, mm-hmm. and I'm borrowing from Brene Brown. A little bit. She probably wouldn't sign off on this. Um, I, I know this is totally stupid, but uh, I'm really in my uh, what is it like? I know that I, I haven't worked on this one as much. Just a rough idea. Like I know this is totally stupid, but the story I'm telling—that's the Brene Brown part. The story I'm telling myself about the fact that um, you had me booked and then canceled—is it like you um, dis dislike me or have dis? I mean, I wouldn't be fully honest and say that like you've decided that I'm not at the <clears throat> level of your podcast guests. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like something about like the story I'm telling myself, like. I don't know. I see. I don't want to do that one. 
But I don't want to do that one because that one is like putting the onus on them to reassure me. And like the, it's, the whole thing makes me uncomfortable. It all clicked in though. I think this is the response with any of those three you would get. Allison exclamation. Oh my God. No, we feel so bad. We'd love to have you on, but we've recently partnered with a production team that has a PR firm attached and they filter in a lot of their own clients and we have to give them priority and we have a lot of our favorites that we love that we haven't been able to get on lately. Oh, that would make me feel good. That's probably not what it is, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the question. Oh, is, I is bet it, it is. A, is it a thing or is it not a thing? I it, think it's that. Couldn't it just be a scheduling issue? Like something came up that someone had to do? Because that stuff happens all the time. Yes. Yeah, what if you just I checked in? I like, think you're taking too much of this on yourself. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm they, totally taking they it behaved, No, not that. I'm okay. saying... They behaved in a not kind or nice way mm-hmm. by not rescheduling you and being purposely vague. You don't owe them anything. You don't actually even need to text with that host as a friend until someone on their side decides to be honest and tell you what it, why it happened. You should disengage and give yourself the freedom to say, I don't interact with people who treat me that way. <laughs> and then just do that. So You'll well, feel so better. What... Let it go. They did something. They did something. You didn't do a single thing. But did they? But actually- you're the one bearing the burden of it. And but if you did- let it go and stop bearing, hold on. I'm sorry. Stop bearing <laughs> the burden because you're taking it on. It has nothing to do with you. Whatever they did, you're right. That's a slightly crappy thing to do. So you could be like, they're kind of crappy. I have a lot going on in my life. Why would I engage with those people until they choose to? If they choose to engage with you, then great. Yeah. But you can let it go. And you're you're like carrying around what they did that was not nice because it's not that wasn't a nice thing to do. That's that's so you're that's, carrying it for them. Give it I, back to them and go on with your life and ignore it and don't text with that person as a friend until they provided you with some sort of explanation. It's not your deal. That's the question: is like, is what they did kind of crappy? Yes. Or am I one thousand percent? Okay, you're questioning yourself and putting yourself in this dumb barrel for no reason. I don't mean you're dumb. I just no, but the a barrel thing is that humans do. Yeah. Is like, oh, I'll take it on. I'll worry about it. And then it takes them off the hook. Like, you don't owe them anything. So well, that's let it, just let it go until they re-engage. And yeah. if they never do, then, like, who cares that you have a million other things going on in your yeah. life? Yeah. It's become bigger than it needs to be. Yes. It's yeah. a way of you, like, being addicted to feeling bad about yourself. Instead, you could just let it go. I I, I, I agree. I, sorry with sorry to give my real advice. No, I, I appreciate your real advice. I think there's an uh, element to this that um, is also, you know, not unique to showbiz, but heightened in showbiz, which is any almost anybody in this town who, if that happened to them, would question whether or not there's something about their status or like if they're still good enough to be on a show. Cause that's just how you would process something that, like that in when it's given in such a vague way, like you're, you're booked and then suddenly you're not booked and no reason was given. You're like, wait, why was I bumped? Like, yeah, it truly feels like they're like so, her. Oh, she's too small. For and, us. and I'm yes, sure there's you some are people just like script writing, but at the same time, they, that is not well, a nice thing to do. Right. So you could just let it go. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like, so they should have known that, that that is how someone would react and not do it. Like if you're wondering how it was rude, you know, yes, they have the right to unbook you, but to not know that a person would, would be like bumped, by bumped or, or, and then for you to be worried, like, Oh, am I going to, any of your responses feel like I'm being needy when in fact, yes, like I don't be needy. your, your reaction to that is perfectly normal. So right. you're made to feel like you're, there's something wrong with you 
for having what is really a normal reaction. Right. Like this host is actually a very straightforward person. So I have a feeling this host would just call – like I feel there's plenty of people who would call someone out on it. You know what? I just hope it's not about my hair. But if it were, then you know what I would need? Function of beauty. We all know the frustration. Bottles on bottles piling up in your bathroom, each one falsely promising a miracle solution that only kind, kind of works. But what if there was just one shampoo that could truly do it all? We don't all have the same hair, so why should we all use the same shampoo conditioner? Function of Beauty brings you shampoos and conditioners that are customized and individually filled just for you. I ordered mine. I am eagerly awaiting their arrival. It's, uh, you, you do this fun quiz where you, t- you talk about your hair which is fun for me, uh, but it's pretty basic. It's like, um, you know, hair, hair type, hair thickness. Um, and then you say what you're looking for in products. So I uh, wanted split ends to be mended, strengthening, shine, and two other things I'm forgetting right now, possibly volumizing. Oh, and, and color protection. Um, and then uh, you choose what scent you want. I chose peach. And you can indicate how strong you want the scent. You can also choose unscented. Uh, and then there's like – it felt like 10 different color choices. And that took me a while because for a while I'm like, I want yellow. And I'm like, but I don't really like yellow. I'm just going to go with white. No, I'm going to go – I ended up going with blue. I did walk into my bathroom, look – I'm going into so much detail. Tonight's the night where I go into a lot of detail. You don't need to know how I arrived at blue. I just decided I wanted blue. Blue's going to arrive soon. I'm very excited about it. Function of Beauty never uses sulfates, parabens, phthalates, mineral oil, or any other harmful ingredients, and it's 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Listeners will receive 20% off their first order. To redeem, head to functionofbeauty.com slash Rosen and take the hair profile quiz. Go to functionofbeauty slash Rosen to get 20% off your custom formula. And while I'm telling you guys about stuff that I am singing the praises of, I need to talk to you about Stance Socks. I like Stan socks. You know them? I wear Jeff's Stan socks sometimes. You do? Mm-hmm. Does So does Jeff have some special... So Stan socks does collaborations with all sorts of cool artists, athletes, cultural icons, and other brands like Pulp Fiction, Toy Story, I Rick and Mortar. I honestly endorse this product. Do you have... Are the socks of Jeff's that you sometimes wear, is it like a cool collaboration or a cool pattern? He doesn't or? have a lot of those, but someone at work does, and mm. I like those too. But I like the socks. They're nice socks. They're really good socks. Yeah. They have all they have an array of really cool patterns uh and colors and then they also have something called butter blend which is like their proprietary fight that's the soft it's the softest sock you'll ever wear it's made from seaweed and cotton and other cool stuff um but then they have also other kinds of blends and then they have like you can start getting butter that feels like socks that's right and your life is complete yeah and and that is called sock blend sock blend butter butter yeah (laughs) exactly yeah it's great the uh they're the official on-court brand of the nba since 2015 first brand to have its logo on the official uniform of the nba the first before any corporate giant uh and um Stance has a great offer for my listeners. If you go to stance.com slash best friend, you'll get a free pair of socks with purchase. Stance.com, S-T-A-N-C-E.com slash best friend to get your free pair of socks. This is a limited time offer, so take advantage today and go to stance.com, S-T-A-N-C-E.com slash best friend. If they're not stance, they're just socks. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get those free do socks. Do it. I go get your back. Please do. I don't have any of my own. I just Yeah. Now, are Jeff's too big for you? No. We have about the same size feet. 
Do you have a big foot or does he have a small he, foot? He has dainty little feet. No, I have. I wear a size 11 in women's. You so, do? Yes, I have very large feet. I wear like a size 9 or if I am feeling like being comfortable, 10. Um, and I thought I have the biggest feet. No, I have very large feet. Yeah. How's that? How's that going through life with those feet? It's great now because now they make uh, people in general have gotten their feet have gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. And now most stores have a have everything in size 11. So it used to be not that way. Right. And so you'd have to like poke around a lot. But now you can get 11s at any store. That is wonderful. Especially with online. Yeah. But there's lots of women with size 11 feet now. I love it. And yeah. all all the Beverly Hills housewives are getting feet enlargement surgeries yeah. too. So. To look more like me. They're yeah. actually perfect, having perfect size 11 feet. Tish, yeah. Right. They go in and they're like, I want the Wendy. Yeah. Give me that Wendy. <laughs> yeah. You know, when in when they do roundups in, let's say, People Magazine of like what parts everyone is going into the plastic surgeon wanting. Like I want Angelina Jolie's lips. I want, I don't know whose nose, et cetera. They want Wendy's feet. Yeah. Yep. Long toes. <laughs> People are into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel like there was some stuff we were going to get to. Dave's trip. Oh, yeah. I haven't even begun to tell you about Please. it, but I'm going to let him talk about it. You are? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like going to talk about Wendy's face washing. I know. I'll get to that after you talk about it. Okay. Right. You guys are really, this is like upside down world. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to, it goes back to when she tried Noxzema in college. <laughs> no, no, no. It. You're talking no, about your trip. Oh, I did my trip. Oh, sorry. I would do a joking <laughs> recount of your trip, but I feel like someone put some genuine effort into you going on that trip. And yeah. so it needs a legitimate yeah. shout out and description. Lee Bruns did genuinely put in a lot of work. And at one point I had kind of like loosely agreed to sleep in his parents' house as lodging. <laughs> and then the more I started thinking about that, I was like, what? That's just crazy. <laughs> so I stayed in a hotel. But he like picked me up from the airport, drove me around. I had an early flight. Uh, he was like, ah, the cabs here suck. And I get up at 5 a.m. anyway. He'd printed out like a banner. He'd, That's so nice. Aw, I mean, he did cool. so much work. Yeah. And so, and he's such a fascinating dude. He's like a machinist guy. Mm-hmm. He built, he had a sidecar on a motorcycle. Two of them. One was a cage. Is that how he came to get you at the airport? He said he was going to, but it had been raining that day. Ah. So I would have hopped in. And oh man, you don't get the opportunity <laughs> to ride in the sidecar very often. Yeah, and it looks like a shark. He painted it, and it was made out of old. I think that's his Twitter tins, like uh, the big. You know, you bake bread or what? You know, the big like he made it that aluminum, like riveted all those together, so it looks like an old like military plane. That's so as cool. a sidecar and painted it with the shark thing, and just a real interesting fellow. And then Timmy Williams was on the show from Whitest Kids You Know. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, like I said, like some of your listeners drove in. and From where? That's so cool. They, they were just um, Brookings. And then so I think that was like a two-hour drive. Wow. And then another couple. And I didn't really get anyone's name there. Uh, people would tweet after me. Like, oh, I was a little nervous. And I was like, we're in Watertown. I was, I was not mobbed or anything. I could have easily hung out and chatted. And slept at their parents' house. Yeah. <laughs> and could then have made the rounds of parents' houses. <laughs> 45 minutes. At it was a fun, like, downtown where they, it snows so much there that they had, like, sticky asphalt below and then this kind of, like, gravelly thing. What's sticky asphalt? What does that mean? So, like, the gravel they pour on top of it, as more people drive on it, just settles in to kind of the sticky part huh. so that it... it wicks away during the snow and oh, it that's neat yeah it was pretty fast is this pretty, the kind of cool. i'm gonna ask you some asphalt questions i fear you might not know I, the answer yeah i doubt i know save is this, this for our asphalt podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask me your questions right? yeah isn't that the name of your mm-hmm. asphalt mm-hmm. asphalt me anything yeah yours was better um 
Is this the kind I'm of asphalt now where you I did something <laughs> <laughs> wait? We haven't heard about your face washing. I know everyone's really on the edge of their seat. <laughs> where you walk on it and then it gets stuck in your shoes. No, it was okay. not that. No, so it felt like you were walking down a dirt road. And I go, hey, the street's just gravel. I go, no, underneath is like a layer of asphalt that this eventually gets pressed down into, but it's fresh. Mm. And here's the best part of the show. I still don't understand how that works. What? Why does that keep the snow away? Can I uh, just oh, cut sure. in and explain something about Daniel? Sure. Sometimes he doesn't understand something and nothing happens until he understands <laughs> it again. This is one of those times. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, I didn't. It depends on your answer. It, it made some sense that it was crowned a little bit so that it would, the water would go through the gravel, hit the asphalt, wick off to the sides. Mm, so it doesn't settle it. completely. Yeah. Ah, got it. And then it wouldn't, you know, when they have like chains and stuff, it wouldn't tear it all up. Oh. So it's meant to be like a little more stable when it gets real snowy and cold. That's how I understood it. And I that see. the gravel could be more flexible in ice. I guess that's it. Maybe I'm way off. But uh, the best part about the show, the bar had a dog that just hangs out there. I saw a picture of the dog. Amazing. Gino. Gino. Yeah. Gino would just come up on stage with- Was n- it an Italian dog? <laughs> he, he had kind of like a- A no. welcome a day, but everybody. He did He had like a meatball a little, and a fork. A little terrier mustache. No, he didn't feel Italian in any way whatsoever. What did he feel? He was his own entity. Oh. He would come and stare at shadows and get caught up by shadows. And then other times <laughs> yeah, that's just, not very Italian. <laughs> hey, you, you're attacking Italians. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying they're not that interested in shadows. They have a lot of other oh, stuff okay. going on. Yeah. I thought you were taking That's one of those old stereotypes country. from when Italians were fresh to this country. Looking at the, shadows. Yeah, they, they said Italians love looking love at shadows. Looking at shadows. But that's since been debunked. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, so. And it was also a test for witches. If you like to look at shadows, <laughs> you're a witch. <laughs> There's a lot of let's not. Right. This is all on my shadow. Okay, podcast. Dicey, <laughs> dicey territory. You do an asphalt and a shadow podcast. Yeah, we're gonna do a, a, a crossover. One. Wow, mm-hmm. that's exciting. Thank yeah. So anyway, Gino. Gino's the best. He would just come sit on stage and kind of look around. I felt like he understood how the show was going to it. Certain parts where it was going really well, he would like lean against me. It was the most comforting feeling. <laughs> He's like, good job. Uh, yeah, it just felt like <laughs> nothing could go wrong. It was it was terrific. And then I met. Um, this older couple, to, they're, they make soap. I'm going to give them a little shout out. Two old broads. They make goat milk soap. That's the name of the company? Yeah. I love that. You can find them on Facebook. And they were like, and one of the ladies said the sweet, the best thing I ever heard. She was like, I just can't imagine anyone could be so lucky as to get to the point that I'm at in life and be as happy as I am. I just feel wow. really thankful and happy. And I was like, huh. man, that's fantastic. Yeah. I wow. need to know how she got there. Is she it the just, soap? It was the small town kind of not worrying about stuff and just appreciating where life took her. She said it in what like two sentences. What would she do if she was unbooked for a podcast? <laughs> I think she'd get over it. She yeah. just was like... Disengaged. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But she had making soap, doing her own thing. Oh, you want me to do your thing? All right. Oh, you canceled? That's also all right. Back to the soap. She just seemed... They both seem Plus she fantastic. eats one bowl of soap but, per night. But it's <laughs> also... a rather secret for Oh, my God. <laughs> she melts a bowl of soap and she eats it. Yeah. And I, that I also think she, has an effect. She didn't mention that. I'm just guessing. <laughs> she, she's come probably, on. She's nodding along right now. If she's you this, made... She's going like she knew. Goat mm-hmm. milk soap. Tell me you wouldn't melt and eat it. Well, of course I melt would. Melt and eat a bowl of goat milk <laughs> of soap course every I would. night. I'm going to give you some of that soap for your new face washing. Yeah. Oh I mean, no, that is. I wouldn't use it. No disrespect. Yeah, you'll use it. 
I won't use it. it. I would use it in the shower. <laughs> okay. On parts of me other than my face. Okay. All right. You don't trust the goat milk on the... It's not you don't trust. I've got a whole thing I looked up online uh, that I started doing. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. Well, we got to hear wow. that. Yeah. After the trip report. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We keep teasing this. This is like how like Game of Thrones was like... <laughs> right. <laughs> this, this better not be like Lost. Yeah. Yeah. No, it won't be. You'll hear about a clean face. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's all just okay. try to stay fucking calm. I don't want to be like, look at all the minutes you I don't want to watch away. the first episode or the last episode of Breaking Bad first, you know? Yeah. Let's wait. Okay. More about this trip. <laughs> yeah. Which is no face cleansing, I, but. Yeah. I think you do want to watch the first one first. The last one first? Yes. I misspoke, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, did not realize you misspoke. I misspoke and then I corrected myself. <sighs> So your gotcha didn't work. Your gotcha. No, politics. I thought that's what you said. Ooh, it did not work. I, that gotcha got you. This isn't like when Dave said vice principal of a, a fictional college. That's right. And we fucking nailed him to the wall. We really? were on it so I was literally fast. sitting there we trying to figure him. out what you meant. <laughs> what? I said it first. I go, you the first one first. Then I said, oh, no, I mean okay. the last one first. Right. But you got me. Solid get. Doc on the first. Listen, I've been first. getting myself all day. It's okay. Right. See, Daniel. <laughs> Ooh! Don't it with the drops. Whoa. <laughs> I recognized in the course of clapping that it could seem patronizing that I was yeah, clapping. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want to just, let's just keep score for a minute. I have insulted Tony by suggesting that I remember when I was small time and didn't have a Wikipedia page yeah. too. I insulted mm. Wendy by asking what it's like having size 11 feet. I, I just wasn't feel like, insulted. I feel I'm like, like the gold milk lady. I ain't care about anything really? anymore. I don't be <laughs> and then I'm size 11 feet. What am I going to do about it? I like them. They're fine. You've been bragged about your long toes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, and then I insulted Tony by clapping when he played a drop, which was condescending. But I didn't mean for it to be, but it was. You're, you're, this is why I got unbooked. Yeah, you're being too hard on yourself. <laughs> no. Just let it go. I want to be like goat milk people on Wendy. Have a bowl of goat milk soup tonight. <laughs> don't, you just see if you don't sleep well. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sit down. I think you were saying something, Dave. No, I had, that was essentially the conclusion. Yeah. We, the second show had a couple of like, uh, like one drunk guy. A heckler? A little bit heckly. <gasps> yeah. Did you talk back? Yeah. What do you do? I don't know your heckling well, what's technique. A, what's a little bit heckly? I, um, I engage him and I try to, I usually try to make fun of how poorly they handle alcohol. Oh, okay. And then I was very like convivial and just sort of accepting and, you know, putting up with it, but also kind of, you know, checking him back a little bit. But what was he doing? Yeah. He would shout things out a little bit and then he said, tell smart people jokes. And that was when he yelled out. And then Lee was really kind of like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick this guy out. He like, but he couldn't decide whether because I certainly wasn't motioning like get this guy out. Of right. Here. So I just kind of like put up with it. And then he'd be quiet. And then he left for a little bit. And then he came back. But it was it was a fun show. It was fine otherwise. Like he didn't disrupt it. Was to he a, degree. a Dave Huntsberger fan? Because I feel like tell smart people jokes is kind of geared to you. He felt like he was trying to say it as almost like an insult. Oh, like like, like you were doing smart people like you're jokes. You're from LA. Yeah, maybe. I, it was hard to tell. I mean, he was pretty drunk, and yeah. then but he left. And this is always the worst when, like, at the end of the night, a heckler like buys some merch and is like, "Pretty good." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't." He <laughs> did that. Yeah, I did that once after an improv show that I was not in that I watched. There was a couple, and they both were rambunctious and saying stuff during the show and trying to be funny. 
And afterwards, I like, I don't know, I went up to them and I was like, you should not do that during shows, just so you know. If you're going to do that, like, just like, don't come. And they genuinely thought they were being funny and being part of the show. And Mm. I was like, that is shocking. I thought hecklers were motivated by trying to be mean. They were, I could tell by the looks on their faces, they were genuinely shocked that that wasn't considered fun, what they did. I do. It was like, it was very weird to me. I was like, huh, that's just like a total lack of etiquette. Mm -hmm. It's weird. There are people who think it's fun to be insulting and they think that you like it too. And, and then, then they're surprised. The vibe and that was almost like what they yeah. were supposed to do. And yeah. I was like, yeah. no, no, don't do that again. And they looked really stunned that that was a reaction that right. someone had. That's yeah, when I watched comedians like involve that person and the crowd's going nuts really into it, the person that's watching that from afar is going, oh, that person really helped because that was a great show. So I always dislike when a comedian engages like when they encourage and, it and keeps it going. Yeah. yeah. Cause then of course uh, someone leaving is like, Oh man, that must've been a plant. That was so funny. Like that person was part yeah. of the show. I'll try that. Next oh, that's time. so interesting. I hadn't yeah. thought of it that way. I always ask hmm. if someone shouts something up and usually it's like, usually it's a, like a tag to a joke I've told two minutes ago, but I don't, it's not new to me usually. So therefore yeah. I'm not thinking about it in the same way they are. So if I've told a joke about soap, and then two minutes later someone goes toe soap, I go, what toe? It just so I just usually <laughs> ask like, do you say something nice or mean? And that is help. That's really helpful because right. more often than not, like it, it was nice. <laughs> and then what do you do? Your, your soap joke. Like, oh, I, oh, thanks. And I go, and then usually I'll reference like you thought the yelling it out was going to do better, didn't you? <laughs> Because everyone thinks they're going to say something, and like every table around them is just going to go nuts. <laughs> that yeah, is that they're what there I have that to be thought. funny, and that they're going to be a star and sort of get discovered. Yeah. Which I feel yeah. like is what you think when you're like five or six years old, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. like a show that has the Muppets in it. And you're like, if I sit close, <laughs> yes. you're going to discover I could Muppet, like or whatever. Like you're like right. that is the dream. I remember I used to ride my bike around the neighborhood around the time of the Olympics. <laughs> I think I was about five. So it was like the 1980 Olympics, I think. And I was like, I'm going to get discovered for bike riding. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like to be like a heckler. Like, the, the, the distance between where they are sitting in the audience as a drunk person and being discovered as a stand-up comic is as, Minuscule. Uh, as likely as me getting, quote-unquote, discovered for bike riding. Yes. For riding around my subdivision in Indianapolis <laughs> in 1980 on an orange bike. Or as Excuse likely, me, little girl. Yeah. I'm from the Olympics. <laughs> from the Olympics. You are as fast and as good as those bike riders you saw on TV yesterday. Would you be in the Olympics? Yeah. Like, that's what I thought. full speed, like as hard as you could? I thought I was so fast. Yeah. And it was like a circle, the subdivision. So I just go around and around like boy are people impressed with me i bet because <laughs> they would go on a circle track and I right. like, I'm going to get discovered. Yeah. That's what a heckler is doing. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Daniel thought, I don't know how old you are, you have to tell me, that when he flew through Chicago, Ali Sheedy was going to find him in the airport and fall in love with him. Yeah. Oh, nice. You know what, though? These things can happen because... Yeah, honey. Have I told this story before? Maybe <laughs> no, I have. I don't know. When we were going to London, Jeff and I were going to London, and he is probably not going to listen to this, so I can speak openly about it. I don't think he listens there's to the whole podcast. There's a little list of people who we don't want. Can we block people from listening? <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. It's not a bad story. But I was pretty sure he was going to propose while we were there, mm-hmm. which he, in fact, did. Um, but I, to this day, I pretend like I didn't know. And I doubt he's going to listen to this. So here we go. <laughs> and, um, so, But I kept saying before we went, okay, like we're going to London. I just want you to know that if I see Hugh Grant, I'm leaving you. And I was like, we, it was a joke, an ongoing joke that I was going to see you, Grant, and I was going to leave him. Uh-huh. And 
So like the second or third night we were there, we literally chose an Indian restaurant at random. We went, we were sitting in the front near a window, almost done with our meal. There's a bit of a commotion. There's a second room. And walking out from the back of the fucking Indian restaurant, Hugh Grant, he was with what's her name at the time? Elizabeth Elizabeth Hurley. Yes, Elizabeth Hurley. And like two other people had been eating at the restaurant and they walked right out. And right by the table. And I was like, ah, oh, he doesn't know about the joke. I can't do the joke. <laughs> like, I can't talk to him. Yeah. But it was just stunning that we had spent right. Mu- literally, could you plan a trip like that for months? Yeah. Months saying if we and saw there he Grant. was. And it took like 48 hours. It was like, what are the fucking chances? It was right. literally like we're in a simulation. I also have the a joke was like. But yeah, was well, there like an awkward moment afterwards where. No, like, no, Jeff not, if you're no we were both I guess just I have like to... so stunned and delighted that this coincidence had occurred. It's like That's the amazing. That's of a lifetime. I think it's adorable yeah. that you kept up the ruse with Jeff that you didn't know that you yeah. didn't know he's going to propose, and you're still now continue- I blew it. <laughs> and you're also keeping up this ruse that you didn't Google Hugh Grant at Indian restaurants. I did not. <laughs> you absolutely I did, did not. I did not. This was the year like 2006. It was not as sophisticated. You did not have an iPhone. Oh, I did not have an iPhone. I would like, in this scenario where she did Google Hugh Grant at Indian <laughs> restaurants, yeah. you think that it would have come up that he was at this restaurant in yeah. time for them to go sure there? I'm not sure Google works now, much less in 2006. Right, it's not like more, that more, much more sophisticated. That now, is right? weird, too. When I realized how we looked up, it was like it was listed on like a map. Like it wasn't like we Googled yeah. it. I think we did Google things before we went, but you didn't carry around an iPhone at the time. No, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying I think to remember. I got an iPhone in like 2008. You did a lot of like licking your thumb and putting it in the air. Yeah. We looked things up and then yeah. followed maps and stuff. Still. I re- I remember I saw someone. This probably would have been like 2007, who had a. It was probably like a palm pilot or i don't know some phone maybe it was blackberry like david huntsberg uses yeah but some it was like thick and it had a keypad and it had a stylus and i remember oh, pre. rolling my eyes internally thinking like okay mr important because mm-hmm. I, I felt like it was so pretentious to have those yeah yep the the palm pre i think that was called mm-hmm. big hefty thing that you mm-hmm. could like scroll through and all that but that was the first uh, introduction, I think, to if you were, say, going to look up press clippings and, oh, put together a database, like, boy, it says at the bottom of this, this restaurant keeps coming up a lot and all these Hugh Grant photos. I really can't allow this to continue because this is genuinely the most delightful coincidence of my <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, I love it. And oh, ma- like, draw, very, you have to withdraw just this one. Did he look attractive? Because I yes. think he's super cute too. But he's small. I have oh. size 11 feet. Yeah. You know? he's <laughs> right. a, he's not. I don't think he's that short, but he's slight Slight, yeah. So, yeah. I wasn't, I, and I was never, you guys surprised. I wasn't really going to be with you, Grant. <laughs> I know everyone thought I was being real. I thought that's where but I was going when you said I'm just it saying, could happen. Ali Sheedy could have found at the you at the airport in Chicago. Yeah, it was 12, I mean, but that doesn't matter. No, that's she fine. Totally she totally would have fallen in love. She might have been into it. She would have, she would have seen me and gone, you know what? I'm, I'm going to invest in this stock early. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, like Celine Dion's manager did. Mm, that's right. Yes, she would have gro- she'd have groomed me. Yeah, she would have groomed you. Mm. <laughs> it's always uh, fun to make light of that. But it's funny. <laughs> I'm not this is a good tangent we should stay on. Let's not do an ad or something. No, I definitely want to continue down this road. But I also want to talk to you guys about a great subscription box called KiwiCo. Uh, oh no. 
It's for kids. Yeah. Oh, you know oh, it. It's a terrible transition. That's well, the worst transition. I didn't know ever. what to do. I didn't either. I shouldn't have transitioned. You, you, you teed right me up. Then. When I, I was in I was South helping. Dakota, I saw a lot of oil fields and tough men and. Uh, is that a different subject? American flags. Yeah, American flags and bald uh, eagles. Bald eagles. Say, Allison, do you have an ad? <laughs> <laughs> this fights and chewing tobacco. Thanks. And- you guys have helped me a ton. Yeah. There you go. That's a um, very good segue. We I want to talk to you about KiwiCo. They would create super cool hands-on projects for kids to make learning about STEAM. And STEAM stands for science do you know it, Wendy? No. Science, technology, engineering, art, and math to make STEAM fun, designed by experts and tested by kids. No need to research or worry about gathering all the supplies. Seven lines to choose from for kids of all ages, from ages zero to 16 plus. Uh, for Elliot, I chose Tadpole, and we've received two boxes, and I love both of them, and I can't wait to see what we're going to get next month. The first one had a, um, like an inter- a doctor's kit, but there's like an interactive element to it. And it was perfect because I was trying to get him more used to going to the pediatrician. And so the pediatrician had suggested uh, getting him a doctor's kit. And it was just uh, for two. It was a serendipitous, I'm going to say, that that happened to arrive then. And then the next one has has bean bags and these like special... um, I don't know how to describe them exactly, but they're awesome. They're like Velcro strap things that you can put in all these different configurations to make different activities. And it also has clay and it has little metals and it's perfect. KiwiCo is a convenient, affordable way to encourage your children to be anything they want to be. There's no commitment. You can cancel any time. Monthly options start at $19.95 a month, including shipping. For my listeners, go to KiwiCo.com slash Allison. That's KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Allison to get your first month free. Every day counts when it comes to making a difference. So don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Again, go to KiwiCo.com slash Allison to get your first month free. That's KiwiCo.com slash Allison. Okay. And yeah, I'm sad we missed the looking good for Ali Sheedy pack that they did a couple months ago. I know. Maybe they'll bring it back. You never know. They might. Uh, And now I'm going to close out with something that we haven't done in a very long time, which listeners have been clamoring for. But wait a second. Someone has a face they've been watching. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. It's such a it's so short. You guys, I've been double cleansing. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. This is double cleansing. Do you double cleanse? No. What is double? cleansing? I read about it online. You get an oil. It's oil. You put the oil on your face. This is good like for olive old oil. People. I mean, it pro- it has motor oil. A, <laughs> an oil, and you right. wipe, and then you clean off all the makeup. Okay, and then you with the oil again with a little cleanser, a gentle cleanser. And it, I have, I've seen some improvements in the face area. Your your face skin looks good. It I, does. I actually had your, noticed that, I and I didn't had know. Been going to sleep just with my makeup on and not washing my face for twenty years. Wow! <laughs> so I decided it was time to start washing my face. And then would so you I wash- googled it and I got double cleansing. <laughs> And I ordered it from a company, like I ordered two cleansers and a toner I spray on at the end, and mm. I've been putting lotion on. It's four wow. steps. That's a lot for me, from wow. zero to four. 
I also <laughs> recently decided to step it up and like now I use, I avoided moisturizer for my whole life because I decided it was going to give me zits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've recently started, mo- I use an, an eye cream and I moisturize, but I don't double cleanse because I'm afraid to put oil on my face. But no, you're it's, it's, really reaping the benefits. Well, because it's my face is just getting old and dry and drying out with time. Yeah, but it I looks. become like a weird crypt lady. <laughs> <laughs> I decided this might slow it down by a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. And like no breakouts or anything. No, it doesn't give you breakouts. I've had less Mm. breakouts. Wow. Well, because you're not sleeping in your makeup. That's why. Yeah. But also maybe it helps because it gets all the makeup off. Right. And then do you do the same thing in the morning? No, I don't do anything in the morning. I just put lotion on. What kind of... Because it's to clean off the face. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So people... David, is this the version you were going to (laughs) tell? No, his would have been like, and then she rides a horse to the barn and oh, puts stray on her, straw on her face, and then a sheriff comes that's and crazy. kicks her in the knees and pushes her face in the trough and whirls it around, and then a pig licks it dry, and then she's clean. That I don't have you living said. in an old west town. Yeah, yeah but, but you have you a ranch totally background. And the horse yeah, just you drops you up, but the sheriff in. kicks you. David. Yeah. Every single one of your stories involves ranches and that's horses crazy. and sheriffs like, who kick your knees. That's yeah. absolutely inaccurate. And you guys know that. I said exactly what you would have said and yeah. you're mad about it. Anyway, let's go back to your plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wrap, you were about to wrap up. Yeah. We might have to revisit the face cleansing. I think so. If, we, did, even, if we didn't get enough of it. Yeah. Get anyway. To defend myself. A, no, against said exactly against what, what you that said. you would have said she whirled her face around in a big trough because yeah, <laughs> that sounds like something you'd say but she what? takes a tractor over to the old general shed <laughs> and buys some rusty nails and sticks them in her eyes <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. i don't have a sheriff exactly kicking what you, you, you you've got me exactly. so wrong and she goes to space and, uh, <laughs> oh my god absolutely not <laughs> yeah okay a, a would, segment. Sorry, go ahead. That's good. Don't, probably, let, don't let him talk. <laughs> don't let him talk. A segment that uh, people have been been asking for that I used to do a lot, but that I haven't done in a long time. Where I talk about a dog that is available for adoption. So Laura London, who is a dog trainer and my friend, who I've had on the show a while ago, and I just had her on again, and it has not aired yet. Um, she moved to Northern California, and she's working with a rescue up there, and. Uh, and also, and I'll get into this in a future show, she really gave me so much shit for how fat we've allowed our dog to get. <laughs> yes, she did. So now we have Wendy, the dog, the on dog. a diet. And um, I'm happy that we have committed to it and that we're doing it. But I feel bad for Wendy, even though I know it is for her health. But mm-hmm. she doesn't understand why she's hungry. All she knows is that she's fucking hungry. And I feel bad. She'll get over it. Yeah, they get over it pretty yeah. quickly. Like how quickly? The moment the meal's over. No, mm. she's like lingers and whines. And she's stuff. just she's yeah. mental. She's there's a lot of barking and a lot of like like when Daniel left for work today. She barked. Normally, she's not thrilled that he le- leaves, but she was acting like, "Oh my god, my well." Now I'm projecting, but I think I think what she was saying with her barks was, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die of starvation. Don't leave me, Mister." <laughs> <laughs> Was that actually, is that one that Jeff made that's actually Wendy? Yeah. Oh, the my dog. God. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy the dog? It's not me. Wow. Her her bark has changed. She was a... That's her probably playing. That's not yeah. her barking. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's this. That's... 
That's Wendy. That's me. <laughs> That's not the dog. It sounds, when, I, I'm better at barking than your fucking dog. Yeah. No, yeah. no offense to her, but she can't speak English. <laughs> Wendy the dog's bark is like someone just going, ah, ah. It's just a scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Most irritating. dog barks translated are like, yes, yes. <laughs> or like, hey, hey. Yeah. Hers is like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hers is like, wait, hello, wait. Wait, yeah. I think that's what it would be. Anyway, I have a dog to feature, uh, and his name is Cupid. He's 10 years old. He is a pit bull that Laura London is in love with. Um, the, the rescue that she's working with is called the Jameson, Am- Jameson Animal Rescue Ranch. So if you go to jamesonanimalrescueranch.org, and then you'll see... Uh, different dogs scroll through find cupid you can find out more information about him um she said that he's a good starter pit bull so for someone who loves the breed but does not love the energy of a pit bull he'd be great like he loves people he's super he's learning leash skills um she sent me some fucking adorable photos which i will i'll post a photo and i'll post a link but again his name is cupid jameson animal rescue ranch.org i also have a pet finder link oh my god Fuck. I forgot to uh, have Tony play the song. I was wondering about that. Yeah. That's what people miss. Let's hear it. You are a dog. dog, dog. You are a dog. dog, dog. A doggy dog. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. Dog, dog. You are a pooch. Dog. An ugly mutt. Inside, dog, dog, with poop on your butt, dog, 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 dog that's what you are. And just FYI, that'll be stuck in your head now for like six to twelve months. All right, this has been a fun show, everyone. Thank you for listening, Wendy. Thank you for enlightening us with your face. No problem. Washing, <laughs> Daniel. Where might we find you? Uh, at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. Great. Dequants on the snappy. <laughs> Huntsberger junk. Check out, check out the garage. <laughs> what about you? Where might we find you? Uh, DavidHuntsberger.com. My animated special One-Headed Beast is on Amazon Prime. And someone wrote in and said they watched it for free on the Roku channel. Oh. So you don't even have to have Amazon wow. Prime if you just have the Roku. But thanks to those of you who do have Amazon and uh, rated it and reviewed. I think it does help with the algorithms. So I sure appreciate that. The junk show's back this Sunday. It's always the second Sunday of every month. And I will, um, the week after, be in Mill Valley, San Francisco at the Setup Theater, which is in the Tenderloin. If you live in the Bay Area, come out, say hello. I'll be in Sacramento after that. Then Bend, Oregon, Portland, Oregon, Boise, Idaho, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wonderful. Wendy? I'm at Wendy Molino on Twitter. There That's you go. it. That's it. Tony? Watch Pops Burgers. I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Bizarre Albums, new episodes every Tuesday this week. Bruce Willis, The Return of Bruno. Yeah, it is. Nice. And uh, I haven't mentioned it on this podcast, but I'm on Cameo. Cameo, I think I'm just at Allison Rosen on Cameo if anyone wants to... uh to, um, you can purchase a uh, special video from me. And uh, I'm not particularly popular over there, and that's okay. I think it's because people are getting enough of me on Patreon, where there's a lot of me. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Thank you. <laughs> AllisonRosen.com for all your other stuff. I have a book, t-shirts, ringtones, etc. Um, check out my other podcast, Childish. And if you like what you're hearing on all the podcasts but especially the ones I host, uh, download, rate, subscribe, tell your friends. Everyone, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, dude.
know about the Allison Rosen show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go.